0: Welcome to the academic advising section of the CHS podcast.
1: Students that go to college will always have questions about classes, about how to manage their day-to-day, but how do they really truly know what they need to do? And um, that would be academic advising. So what is academic advising? How does it break down? Hi, my name is Diana Brown. Students affectionately call me Mrs. Brown. I've worked with students aged 4 to 80 in my career, and the last uh, year I've been here at CHS. Prior to that, for the last 10 and a half years, I was on the East Coast with a community college. I worked with pre-med, nursing, allied health students primarily, also general population. And uh, before that, I was a military family member, so I got to move a lot. And as a result, I got to work at different institutions. I worked at Drury University, Wayland University, and University of Alaska, Anchorage. So um, it's been an honor to work at CHS and get to know the population here. Awesome. I'm Dr. Ricky Corniola. I am an
0: associate professor of biomedical sciences and the assistant dean of curriculum and assessment. And I've been working in academic advising since launching the college. Back in 2015, I've been with CNU, or California North State University, since 2012, when I left my postdoc at Stanford University. Um, I love building programs and helping students, so health professions advising seems like the the perfect fit for me. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the structure of student support at CHS. And so, as many of our students know, as soon as you enroll at CHS or sign that enrollment agreement you're going to be assigned a faculty advisor. So this is going to be a faculty member that teaches at the college that you get to partner with throughout your entire time at CHS. But we also have academic advising Which at CHS it's health professions advising. And now that's a little bit different. Typically academic advisors, which you're probably all familiar with from either your high schools or your colleges where you're at, um, they're gonna help you pick classes and they're gonna say, okay, this is your major, this is what you need to meet your major requirements, okay, you're good for graduation and you're done. At CHS, we're a lot more hands-on. We're gonna help help you navigate your time. Uh, from when you're a high school student or a potential transfer student all the way through alumni. We're going to be helping you build your timelines. We're going to be helping you identify when you need to be studying for your professional uh, entrance exams. We're going to help you build your applications. We're going to help you pick your classes to make sure that you're building a competitive application. Um, But we're going to be guiding you all along the way. So um, Mrs. Brown or Diana, in your time here at CHS, how has that differed from your, your previous experiences in advising?
1: So as an advisor to a general population, we're really just worried about making sure you get the classes to finish the degree, which is important here. What's most important here, because we know that health sciences, there's a very specific plan that everybody's taking. What we want to know is everyone's individual schedule on how to apply to medical school. To dental school, to college of pharmacy, phys- physician assistant, whatever the uh, the professional schools that's going to come next, we want to make sure that that timeline fits the need. Um, as members, I know both of you and I are members of the National Association of Advisors for Health Professions, the NAHP, and um, we get real time information on you know what are the uh, what are the institutions that have openings right now. You know, that maybe they have some last-minute openings in pharmacy, and we can go to the students, hey, guess where you need to go to apply now because we have this opportunity, and we hear it every day. What's the most up-to-date details on that? We also can help with – you know, how what prerequisites are needed for the specific college that you want to attend. Maybe you want to go to a DO school. How do we find that information? We have details that we can do that. We can go back and find that to help you and make sure you can make that decision on the best way to plan your timeline.
0: Yeah, so I think other things that were really because we're so focused on the individual and helping them build their own timeline, we're working with them on helping to build relationships and find meaningful experiences that are going to be a part of those applications. And we're, we're questioning students to reflect on their experiences and their whys and, and what motivates them to pursue medicine or dentistry or pharmacy. Uh, do you have any experiences of working with students asking those
1: questions? Well, I have to say one of the things that's really tough for a student, especially if they've never applied to any of these programs, is knowing what the expectation is for the application itself. So I like to joke around. I went home and told my husband, so I applied to medical school today. And I applied to dental school and a pharmacy. And he's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But um, I applied. So I went into each of those applications. I found out what the needs were. Um, what does it look like for a work and activities? We always tell everyone, oh, write down your work and activities. Make sure it's on a CV. And everyone's like, what's a CV? And then once we tell them it's an academic diary, you need to make sure you put all your work and experiences down. But what do I need? What are my work experiences? So I've applied to each of these, and I have them listed in my office. So when students come to me, I pull it up, and I show them exactly what the work and experiences are that each of these um, professional schools are looking for, and then how to categorize the work and experiences that they have. Um, Many of them have more than they realize. So being able to sit down and break it all down for the students and help them understand what does the application look like, what's required for the application, and how can we make sure that the experience that they have is documented well so that they're ready for that application. Tune in next week for part two.